0: Thrilled and delighted that you are here. God is in this place. We are thankful that you are here with us this morning. We're very grateful to have with us the Henderson family, a, a Henderson family reunion. Let's give the Henderson family a great big hand clap of appreciation and welcome. Brother James Henderson has been touched by the healing power of God. And let's give God praise for that. We thank the Lord for his goodness in Brother James Henderson's body. Amen. He is strong and vibrant and healthy, and we thank the Lord for that. It is so wonderful to see Sister Gail Duvall here, a bright and shining light. We love her. God bless her. Amen. Amen. What a thrill to see her in the house of the Lord this morning. And God has touched her body and given her such a sweet healing. And we thank the Lord for that and for His goodness. Hallelujah. I would like to turn your attention this morning to the book of Galatians and also to the book of Colossians. I was trying to decide which passage of Scripture to read from, and I have found that when you can't decide which one to read from, you just do both. So we're going to read from Galatians chapter 3 and from Colossians chapter 3. Galatians chapter 3 and verse number 26. For you are all the children of God by faith in Christ Jesus. For as many of you as have been baptized into Christ have put on Christ. There is neither Jew nor Greek, there is neither bond nor free, there is neither male nor female, for you are all one in Christ Jesus. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. I would like to read from the book of Colossians and the third chapter. And we will begin reading from the first verse of Colossians chapter 3. Same message to a different church. Not a different church, but a different gathering of people of the same church. Colossians chapter 3 verse 1. If you then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above, where Christ sitteth on the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things on the earth. For you are dead, and your life is hid with Christ in God. When Christ, who is our life, shall appear, then shall you also appear with him in glory. Mortify therefore your members which are upon the earth. Fornication, uncleanness. Inordinate affection, evil concupiscence, covetousness, which is idolatry. For which things sake the wrath of God cometh on the children of disobedience. In the which you also walked some time when you lived in them. But now you also put off all these anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy communication out of your mouth. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds and have put on the new man, which is renewed in knowledge after the image of him that created him, where there is neither Greek nor Jew, circumcision nor uncircumcision, barbarian, Scythian, bond nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Put on, therefore... As the elect of God, holy and beloved, bowels of mercies, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, longsuffering, forbearing one another and forgiving one another. If any man have a quarrel against any, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. Hallelujah. By the help of the Holy Ghost. I would like to preach this morning on the subject, A United Church in a Divided World. A United Church in a Divided World. Let's worship the Lord together right now. Hallelujah. Lord, we praise you. Hallelujah, we praise you. Hallelujah, we praise you. Lord, we thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your blessing. We pray the power of the Holy Ghost through every member of the body of Christ. Lord, we are your body. Bind us together in love. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. Let the anointing of God rest upon your messenger and upon your people as we seek to draw closer to you. In the precious name of Jesus, we pray. And the church said, Amen. And amen. God bless you. You may be seated, but why don't you go down clapping in the name of the Lord? God bless you. (laughs) Emotions have been running high, passions have been running deep. Our nation is in turmoil. And we'll not ignore it. It's not to be ignored. It's to be addressed. Acknowledged. Identified. Dealt with. Understood. And this can't happen through the means of the flesh. This has to happen through the ways of the Spirit. I want to be very honest with you this morning. And I'll tell you that I this is the work of the enemy all of it I have personally felt the heaviness of this principality and I'm not alone you have as well and it's such a divisive spirit that is raising its head in our nation and the only hope I want you to know this the only hope for our nation is the church God has, and I, you know, part of living for God and working for God is recognizing what the Lord has called you to do. And I know what God has called me to do. God has called me to heal nations. He's called me to heal nations. He's called you to heal nations. And that's why we're together. You're not here on accident. But what God put in my heart, he put in your heart. God's not just going to heal nations, He's going to heal generations. I speak it in the name of Jesus. He's not just going to heal nations and generations, He's going to heal denominations. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. When you feel the weight of the word of the Lord on you, it's it's like, it's like having a bucket full of water. It's full. Your heart is full and that makes your heart heavy. You ever tried to carry a big bucket full of water and it's hard to do because it becomes heavy. And when your heart is full, your heart is heavy. My heart is full this morning and my heart is heavy this morning. And so I will ask you at the outset to please pray for me because there's not a devil in hell who wants me to preach this morning. But we're going to preach the word of the Lord. We need the word of the Lord. We don't need political perspective. We need the word of the Lord. We don't need any more opinions. We need the word of the Lord. We don't need commentators and pundits. We need Christians and prophets to speak the word of the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need peace that passes understanding. We need perfect love that casts out fear. And the church has that in us. That's not outside of us. That is in us. It is in us to have perfect love. It is in us to have unspeakable joy. It is in us to have a peace that passes understanding. God said, my ways are not your ways. My thoughts are not your thoughts. And just so you are clear in what he means, he said, my ways are above your ways. And my thoughts are above your thoughts. So we have to understand that that we actually have access to his ways and to his thoughts. There is a difference between the flesh and the spirit. We have to realize what happened when we put on Christ. One of the first questions in the book of Acts, the question that set the stage for the declaration of the gospel of Jesus Christ and the the way to obey his gospel. The question was asked by the Jewish people in the upper room. They said, men and brethren, what shall we do? Then... Peter said unto them, Repent. I want you to know something, ladies and gentlemen. This is the answer to every societal ill that we are dealing with right now. Repent. Oh, in the name of Jesus, turn from your wicked ways. Turn from sin, turn from sin, turn from sin. Turn from your wicked ways. Repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins and you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. Now, I want you to know something. Be forewarned. This isn't just some ceremonial decision that you are making. This is not just some religious ritual you are fulfilling. You are making a conscious decision to surrender your life and to take on his life. You are relinquishing everything about you and you are receiving everything about him. This, isn't, this, isn't, this is not a different kind of church, ladies and gentlemen. This isn't the kind of church where you come in and you shake the preacher's hand and now that means you're a part of this church and this body. No, no. This isn't a church in and of itself. There's only one church. And it's not a white church and it's not a black church and it's not a Hispanic church. There's one church. Because there's one God. If there's one oh my God. we're trying to turn God into a polygamist we have him with all kinds of brides no no he's a one woman man a one church God one God one God One God, one church. Glory. One of the things that we must repent from, we must repent from believing the lies of this world. We must repent from believing the lies that the devil has told us through this world's system. I don't intend or plan or expect to make many friends this morning. So y'all just keep on praying for me. Everybody just, everybody just stick your feet out because we're probably going to step on everybody's toes. This world has lied to us. And we need to repent for believing the lies of this world. Don't we know that the prince of the power of the air is in charge of the lies that are force fed to us every single day? And the reason we believe those lies is because we subject our ears to those lies instead of his truth. We've ingested more of CNN, MSNBC, and Fox News than we have Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, and we need to repent of We need to bear our soul before God and say, God, forgive me for forgetting who I am. Forgive me for setting my affections on things on the earth and not on things above. Because we are the answer to what this world is looking for. I said, we are the answer. We are the healing balm of Gilead. The scripture says that the leaves of the tree of life are for the healing of the nations. Don't you know that it is God's work to heal the nations? Nothing pleases God more than when all nations worship Him. And I don't just mean different languages. But when we talk of nation, we speak of of ethnos all ethnicities worshiping God in one accord that is the work of God that is the will of God and if you plan on going to heaven you better be open to that because listen just like there's not a white church or a black church or a red or a yellow or any kind of other church there's not a white heaven and not a black heaven and i need to i need to say something this morning y'all forgive me because i i i'm doing i just did something i don't like doing i don't like saying white and black in reference to people because that's a lie from the enemy we are not white and black you won't find that any place in your bible I don't care what the media says. It's not in the Bible. Oh, God. Heal us, Lord. Help us, Lord. Anoint us, Lord. Speak through us, Lord. I don't like using the word race because it's not in the Bible it's a Darwinian concept that word race in the Bible is used one way and it involves running the Bible speaks of kindreds, nations languages tongues, peoples but not race look at what the devil did look at what the devil did He's going to divide us up into races. The very word itself denotes competition. The very word itself says that somehow we're in competition with one another. That's not of God. Oh, God. It's a Darwinian concept. It's a survival of the fittest concept. It has, set, it has set the stage for ethnic cleansing and genocide throughout generations. It is a doctrine of devils. What, what, what is supposed to separate races? The color of our skin? What color of our skin? We don't have different skin colors. We have different skin tones. I am very serious about that. We are earth tones. Do you know why we are earth tones? Because when God formed man, he formed man of the dust of the ground. And when you look around this building this morning, you will see light skin and dark skin and everything in between. That doesn't make us different colors. We are from the earth and we represent and resemble the earth from whence we came. Rebuke the spirit that tries to divide us upon these lines. In Jesus' name, we cast that spirit out. We cast that spirit out. And we're going to be a united church. We're going to be a united church. If you go to the paint store and you tell them, That you want to paint your walls white and you get the paint ready to roll you take it home and you put it on your walls and it looks like this take it back take it back because I'm not white you're not white you're not white you're not black We are from the earth, earthy. We are vessels. This is called an earthen vessel. Hallelujah. That's the way it is from the beginning. That's the way it is from the very beginning. That's the way it is is in the Garden of Eden. We... Became divided into our little corners because of our fallen nature. It is because of our sin nature that we went off into our corners and kept ourselves to us for and no more. And we began to perpetuate, and people began to develop distinct features, characteristics, appearances. Based on those corners where we began to put ourselves off into, the church brings us all back together. The church does. The world won't. The church will. The church brings us all back together. Oh, hallelujah. Look at the food of the world. Everybody loves the same food. They prepare it different ways but they all eat the same food. Rice, tomatoes, cabbages, meats, chicken and beef, they prepare it different ways, but they eat the same foods. The church brings it all back together. When Jesus came into this earth, Jesus came to set it all right again. He came to put us back in perspective. He came to break down, the Bible says, the middle wall of partition between us. He began to move through the power of the Holy Ghost to pull people out of the bondage of their thinking, believing the lies of this world, that there is somehow a difference between you and the person next to you. There is no difference between you and the person next to you. Not in God's eyes. Now I want to say something here. And this is what we have to understand. And where God wants us to, to be real focused. There is a difference between you and the person next to you in the world's eyes. And that's some of the pain that is felt right here today in our nation and the church has to be sensitive to that even though that we are one in jesus christ and when you walk into this building and when you go out of this building you don't ever forget that we are all one in jesus christ we are all one in jesus christ and don't let anybody try to divide you against your brother or against your sister And when your brother or sister feel pain, weep with them that weep. And it, I'm going to tell you something. I have brothers and sisters right now who feel a lot of pain. Now you just hear me this morning. I have brothers and sisters right now who have expressed. I'm talking about Jesus' name, baptized, Holy Ghost, tongue talking, one God, apostolic brothers and sisters who are afraid right now. And I'm gonna make I'm gonna say this very clear. And 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 again, we are a united church in a divided world. That's why we can say with absolute confidence that we are pro-law enforcement and anti-police brutality. Everybody agrees because we're a united people. Don't let the devil divide you. Our world needs a church united. Racism is a sin. It is a sin. God hates it. God came to destroy it. God was manifest in the flesh to destroy it. It is a sin. And the church is the healing agent. One of the reasons why racism exists is because people have never worshiped with people who look different than them. The church is different. And I'm just going to say it like this not every church is different, but this church is different. God's going to heal the nations, and he's going to start right here in the name of Jesus. More importantly, he's going to start right here. Do you hear me? He's going to start right here. He's going to start right here. Can I challenge you to do something? When you walk out of this building, when you see somebody who is different than you, treat them with respect. And I mean real different from you. It doesn't matter if you look at them and you think you've got them all sized up. I can tell by looking at them. You can't tell anything by looking at them. Hold the door for them. Call them sir, call them ma'am. Because we are the church. Oh, you gotta earn my respect. No, you don't have to earn my respect. I'm not of this world. I'm a Christian. I respect you because God made you. I call everybody, sir, ma'am. I don't care if they're younger than me, older than me, same age as me. I do it on purpose because I want to heal something inside of every person I come in contact with. I want them to hear and know that I respect them. You know what's making me do? The Holy Ghost. It's the Holy Ghost inside of me saying reconcile that person right now. Reconcile them in the name of Jesus. Bring them back to God right now. Bring them back to God. The Bible says that our spiritual warfare is that we cast down imaginations. I don't just cast down imaginations in me. I cast down imaginations in you. If there is some life experience... That has jaded your view of someone who looks different than you. Cast down that imagination in the name of Jesus. I don't deny what you may have experienced. You could go around this room and people could tell you painful experiences. Of where there was real hurt and real harm and real pain and real slights and real snubs, and real, real animosity, perhaps, cast that imagination down in the name of Jesus Christ. The Apostle Paul said it like this, even as Christ forgave you, so also do ye. I'm going to tell you, I had a wide range of emotions this week. Can I get a witness? But I look at my Bible and it says, Put ye off anger. Put ye off wrath. Put ye off malice. Put ye off blasphemy. Put ye off filthy communication. Lie not one to another, seeing that you have put off the old man with his deeds. I'm Persian, German, German. Norwegian, Swedish, Native American, English. I'm none of those things now because I'm in Jesus Christ. That old man died. That old man died. I gave that old man up so that I could be in Jesus Christ. I gave that old man up so that I could be buried with Christ. And when I come up out of that baptismal tank, I don't come up as Joel the Persian, German, Norwegian, Swedish, Native American, English. No, no, no. I come up out of those waters as one man in Christ Jesus who walks not after the flesh, but after the spirit. There is neither Jew or Greek, not in this kingdom. Now, but the world doesn't know that. The world doesn't know that. I went to Israel, and the Jews were speaking Hebrew to me, and the Palestinians were speaking Arabic to me. I didn't know what any one of them were saying. I went to Acapulco for my honeymoon, and I, I, I went into the elevator, and there was a couple from Texas that walked into the elevator, and, and I was standing there. I had been in Acapulco for a few days, and when I get in the sun... I, 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 my skin gets a lot more tan than it is now, and I, I was quite tan, and I, I was standing in the elevator holding the door open for them, and when they got in the elevator, they looked at me, and they said, gracias, senor. I said, de nada. Because the world only sees things through their perspective. But we are different. We are different. We celebrate one another in Jesus Christ. We encourage one another in Jesus Christ. And when any of us are feeling pain, all of us come to the aid of that person. And we say, I'm, I may not be able to relate completely as you. I've never walked in your shoes. I've never experienced the same kinds of of experiences that you are describing. But you are my brother. And you are my sister. And I will not dismiss this pain. And point at you with a self-righteous finger that somehow you are missing some kind of a point. I will put my arm around you and we will pray together in Jesus' name. And overcome this together in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's the church. That's the church. So we pray. We pray today for anybody who is in pain. And there are people in pain. Alton Sterling's family is in deep pain. Philando Castile's family is in deep pain. Five police officers' families are in deep pain. And we pray for all of them in the name of Jesus. Lord, heal this nation. Lord, heal this people. Bring us together in the name of the Lord. I want to read to you some of the things that I saw that blessed me. Again, I, I, I use words I don't like using. I do so just for the sake of perspective, since it's the way that our world talks. I don't believe we're black and white. I believe, we're, I believe we're one people in Jesus Christ. But a black young lady wrote, it went viral. You've probably read it, but she said this. She said, so this morning I went into a convenience store to get a protein bar. As I walked through the door, I noticed that there were two white police officers, one about my age, the other several years older, talking to the clerk, an older white woman, behind the counter, about the shootings that have gone on in the past few days. They all looked at me and fell silent. I went about my business to get what I was looking for. As I turned back up the aisle to go pay, the oldest officer was standing at the top of the aisle watching me. As I got closer, he asked me how I was doing. I replied, okay, and you? He looked at me with a strange look and asked me, how are you really doing? I looked at him and said, I'm tired. His reply was, me too. Then he said, I guess it's not easy being either one of us right now, is it? I said, no, it's not. Then he hugged me and I cried. I had never seen that man before in my life. I have no idea why he was moved to talk to me. What I do know is that he and I shared a moment this morning that was absolutely beautiful. No judgments, no justifications, just two people sharing a moment. Hashtag found a moment of clarity. A police officer posted something that also went viral. He was a white police officer. Speaking of a black mother and her children. He said, this lady saw me parked at a city park this morning and decided to stop. She exited her vehicle with her two children and approached me as I was seated in my patrol car. She simply stated that she wanted to pray for me, specifically for my safety. I expressed my gratitude the best I could, but she really has no idea how much that meant to me. Her little boy handed me a wilted flower that looked as if it had been in his pocket for a week. (laughs) At that moment, it was the most beautiful flower I had ever seen. My prayer is that sharing this encounter will encourage many to give people a chance, regardless of race or profession. You simply cannot judge an entire group of people because of the actions of some. Don't hate evil more than you love good. Last night I was all week long. I I, I just haven't slept well since the middle of the week. Because I grieve for my nation. And I grieve for my friends and my brothers and my sisters. And I grieve, I grieve for our law enforcement officers. and I, I just, I, the whole thing. Nobody has the answer. And I'm just going to throw this out there. God, help us all in November of 2016. And I'm not joking. Folks, we better pray. Because, because it, looks like, it looks like we are going to need an absolute sovereign move of God. An absolute sovereign move of God. And when it comes to politics, don't you let that get in the church. And don't you hold against somebody how they view something politically. You plead the blood over yourself and over your heart and over your mind in the name of Jesus. If you disagree or if you agree or whatever, you keep a good spirit in the name of the Lord and you put off anger and put off malice in the name of Jesus. Last night I was praying about this service and my my heart was again so full and so heavy. And I, I received a card. It was a card from Renee Brinson, Logan Brinson's mother. Logan has passed away. Many of you knew Logan. Many of you did not know Logan. Logan passed away at the age of 19. He had what they called a chromosome disorder. It was never diagnosed. They don't know what it was. What we do know is that Logan was an angel on this earth. What we do know is that God used that young man to touch so many people's lives so deeply that none of us could fully explain it. When he came into the room, if he were to walk into the room right now, the whole place would light up and you wouldn't even know he was here. He was some kind of a special person. He just simply loved God. They said of him that after 150 surgeries, they stopped counting. His favorite scripture was, I cried unto the Lord and he heard my cry and delivered me from all my fears. the last year of his life, every year at his birthday, Logan would have a theme for that year of his life. The last year of his life, which would be the year that he died, his theme was fearless. The year that he would walk through the valley of the shadow of death, his theme was fearless. His mother sent me a card thanking us for coming by and praying for him and and then she gave me this little card in here that I'm going to read to you. And it simply says, live like Logan. One, be happy. Look for the positive in situations. Let people know they make you happy. Smile a lot. Say, I'm happy. And I'm in a good mood. Out loud. Two, hug often. Appreciate the power of touching Shake hands and hug as appropriate. Amen. (laughs) Hold hands with those you love. Don't be ashamed to show your love. Three, love. Let your light shine. Love without reservation and with passion. Look for the magic. Love your country and flag. Believe in yourself and others. Four, be kind. Say, Thank you for making me happy. What people look like doesn't matter. Be thankful. Put others' needs above your own. Five, go for it. Don't let your limitations hold you back. Keep trying. Have a dream. Expect the impossible. Push yourself out of your comfort zone. Be fearless, just like Logan did. And that blessed me. And I thought, What a beautiful thing for the world to have today. To be happy. To hug and love. To be kind. To go for it. To treat other people with love and respect. God, deliver us from the spirit of this world. Deliver us from the spirit of racism. Deliver us from the spirit of fear because that's where it's coming from. I'm going to say that again. The spirit of fear is where all of it is coming from. When you feel the spirit of fear, you can know for sure that's not of God. I was in a position not long ago where the spirit of fear came on me. I didn't feel a check in the Holy Ghost. But I felt something strange. And I left the place where I was and I asked the Lord. I said, Lord, what was that that I felt? And he told me very clearly, it was the spirit of fear that you felt. And this is what the Bible tells us about the spirit of fear. God has not given us the spirit of fear. But of love and of power and of a sound mind. That's what God has given us. I was in another place, and I felt something. It was a little bit different than the spirit of fear. And I didn't know what it was. Found out later it was a check in the Holy Ghost. I saw a man sitting out on the side of a restaurant with his back against the restaurant. He was sitting outside. I walked in. I was just going to order some cookies and go. They said, well, we'll have to bake the cookies. I said, bake the cookies. Some things are worth waiting for. And so I stood there, and I noticed this guy was scruffy. He was sitting outside. looked like he was up to no good. And, 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 And he wasn't smoking. He looked like he was bracing himself, preparing himself for something. I just noticed it. That's all. I walked in, I saw another man at the table that looked just as scruffy as he did, just as kind of unkept and what have you. And I thought, they kind of look like they're together. Just noticed it and went on. Then I saw on the security camera, as I'm standing there waiting for my cookies, another man who had had a stride in his step, kind of like a swagger. And I just noticed him and he walked over I looked over he was walking over to the man that was sitting out bracing himself for something he looked real he looked like he'd been through a lot in the last week and he looked mad and he was showing his anger and he was using a lot of body language talking to the man who was squatted down then I noticed that there was a knife about this long hanging from his belt and I thought This doesn't look like a good situation, but they got two minutes left on my cookies. I can't be, I got two minutes left on my cookies. All three of these men, and then he walked into the store, and they joined up with the guy I thought they were with. I was right, they were with him. And they went to two backpacks that were stationed at different corners of the store, and they started shuffling through the backpacks. And that's when the Holy Ghost said to me, go through the drive-thru. I didn't know what they were about to pull out of those backpacks. Now those men, I don't know that they did anything. I don't know that they, they looked like they were getting ready to do something somewhere. I don't know what they did. They were all three white men. Maybe, I don't know, maybe, maybe you thought I was telling that story because of its connection to race. And the only connection it has is this. Sin can exist and does exist in every person. Regardless of where they come from or what the tone of their skin is. Sin is sin and it exists in this world. And we are here to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ to sinners. And, and, and when I say, and listen, when I use the word sinners, you, you need to understand, I, I don't even mean that self-righteously because such were some of us. And now we are washed by the blood of the Lamb. And we reach for those who can experience what we experience. How many thank God for the life that he brought you out of? How many thank God for the life of bondage that he brought you out of? Chemical addiction, violence, lust of the eyes and lust of the flesh, alcoholism abuse come on somebody in the name of jesus we are the church and we have been bought by the blood of jesus christ now we don't we don't talk a lot about everything that the media is talking about on purpose there's a reason why we don't because we set our affection on things above we exalt jesus christ but our world is in turmoil today And needs a voice of clarity. And the church is to be that voice of clarity. We will love without dissimulation. And we will uphold one another. And we will strengthen one another in the Lord. We will encourage one another in the Lord. And when you see somebody in this body who is hurting for whatever reason. You go to them and you encourage them in the name of Jesus Christ. I know people are taking sides. They're try- some are trying to point out what all Alton Sterling did way back. Philando Castile, they're trying to find out what he did. Ladies and gentlemen, don't get caught up in all that. Souls. Souls in need of salvation. Jesus. People, people are getting mad at law enforcement officers. If they have racism in their heart, listen, remember, souls in the name of Jesus Is the system corrupt? All the world's systems are corrupt. And in the name of Jesus, we got to plead the blood of Jesus and pray that God would anoint our leaders and free them from any bondage that may exist on the inside of their spirit or heart in the name of Jesus Christ. And you know what? As we read these accounts, do something this week. Do something this week that will encourage somebody in the name of the Lord that will heal the nations. It wasn't but a few months ago that in this city of Cincinnati I was preaching. It was in February. As I was preaching, I remember it vividly, but as I was preaching this strong burden came upon me to pray over our city, to pray the grace of God over our city, to pray over the leadership of our city, to pray over the communities of our city. I started praying over all of the various parts of Cincinnati, Ohio. I didn't know why it was, but just a few hours later, what seemed to be a routine traffic stop ended up with the driver of a car who was pulled over for a front license plate missing, Samuel DeBose being shot and killed. The officer ended up being charged with murder. And I realized why God put a burden on my heart for our city this is not easy to talk about it's not easy to preach about because as I preach it I'm contending with principalities in our city but we're going to overcome those principalities and we're going to be a shining light in a dark world somebody who believes it if you could lift your hand with me right now in the name of the Lord Come on, that's it. Lift your hand right now in the name of the Lord. In the name of the Lord. All across this building in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Come on somebody. Let's praise him right now. Let's praise him right now. Let's praise Him right now in the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. I feel the Holy Ghost in this place. Let's praise Him right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. I would like it if our young people could come forward. If our young people could come forward. I'd like our young people to come forward. Please stand with me right now in the name of the Lord. If our teenagers could come and just stretch out across the front here. God bless you. Come on, that's it. God bless them. Saints of God, I want you to pray a hedge of protection over these young people. Every one of them. An anointing of God upon them. Because God brought them into this generation for a reason. Because they're going to lead this generation into the ways of the Lord. In the name of Jesus. Come on, that's it. Young people, just lift up your hands unto the Lord right now. Just lift up your hands unto the Lord. And say, God, I want you to strengthen me. God, I submit myself to you. I want any saint of God that feels led, I want you to feel free to come up here and pray. Come on, elders, saints of God, parents, God bless you in the name of the Lord. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, we bind every every bondage in Jesus' name. We release the Spirit of the Lord upon these young people right now that the Almighty God of heaven would move in them, through them, upon them. In Jesus' name. Lord, in their generation, let them see the unity that you desire to bring to this earth. The unity of the Holy Ghost. Let them see it. Let them witness it. Let them lead it in Jesus' name. That's it, teenagers. Let the anointing of the Holy Ghost come upon you. Your love for one another is going to spark a revival in this nation. Your love for all people is going to spark a revival in this nation. Your love for God is going to spark a revival in this nation. Come on, church. That's it. Let's pray right now. Let's pray right now in the name of Jesus. Pray a hedge of protection around them. Lord God, keep them safe. Send angels to walk with our young people in the name of Jesus. Send angels to walk with them in the name of Jesus. Almighty God, Almighty God, Almighty God, Almighty God, in the name of Jesus. (laughs) Glory to God. Glory to God.